Uh-huh. Oh, did you pry the beard apart to check? <laughs> Get over here. I got my beard pliers. I need to just open up the... <laughs> you, you come in with a pair of, like, plastic <laughs> rubber gloves. No, I, I just... Yeah, and then I groom like a monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you claim you're grooming, but actually you're investigating. I'm investigating. Yeah. You pull yeah. out um, a nail care kit and you start gently clipping hairs away. <laughs> Ke- Kelly and Kennedy. Just, and tweezing them. Chin truther. <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying, pay attention. It's the truth. <laughs> Open your eyes. <laughs> Open your eyes, the sheeple. It's been... <laughs> so, so it's a cons- there's a conspiracy of chins at a local Mexican restaurant. Yes, Kelly, that's a fantastic transition to this well, week's episode. Mm, huh? Mexican restaurant. <laughs> okay, okay. A local restaurant that serves tacos. <laughs> Hipster California nonsense. Uh, Hipster, more of a more of a condo yuppie. I mean, really, you could you could put quotes around the whole thing. It's hipster. Hey, California. <laughs> they have chiclets. Oh well, shit. That's legit. I feel like that's just a beard. <laughs> they're trying. They're trying. They're to trying to cover it. Yeah, 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 it's overcompensating. Oh man. Uh, oh, do man. they have an abuela? No. Yeah. No. There you go. Nice. Hey guys. Welcome to Categorical Oracle, the podcast where three librarians give neglected topics their organizational due. I'm Andrew Crawford, and with me are my fellow oracles, Kelly Comedy and Mary Johnston. What's going on, guys? Oh, you know, conspiracy theories. Oh, conspiracy theories, yes. The things happening. We're all wearing our tin hats. Mary is wear- still wearing her tin fez, even though it does not cover enough of her head. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, it covers the crown. Yeah. Not as much as an actual crown might, but <laughs> possibly more, actually, now that I think about a it. A crown, like, barely covers your head. There's a hole in the middle of it. Or if it's, like, a real crown, then it's, like, really barely covers it. Or if it's, like, a like a king, if it's a queen's crown, barely covers anything. Mm-hmm, if it's a mm-hmm. king's crown... It will keep your head warm. What about those with like the sort of velvety stuff on it? Would, That's would what you, I mean. Would yeah. the velvet be replaced by a tin foil, or does velvet also repel brain-controlling waves? I think you would sell the velvet, but the, it would be lined with tin foil. Hmm, interesting. Because you mm. don't, I mean, tin foil is not as good as velvet. Looks are important. Sure, true. Yeah. Well, dear listeners, as you might have gathered, today's topic is conspiracy theories. This is a very special episode. Why is it a special episode, you might ask? Because it, this one, this topic, was a fan recommendation from our dear friend Ivan. So that means a couple things. A, ooh, 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 we ooh, have ooh, fans. We... <laughs> yeah. And uh, B, and we will... also... And Andrew's going to turn it on right now. Yeah. They also know us personally. <laughs> so... You know? Yeah. Dude, we, will, we will get to know you. If you like our show, we'll be your friends. That's, you know... We, it's we're true. Pretty... We might show up at we your will... house. I, for... think, yeah. <laughs> I assume you're having a 4th of July party. Absolutely. Next year. Closer to this. Halloween, maybe. Mary's like, no, 4th of July is mine. Uh, fair, fair, <laughs> and fair. And Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, wow. But um, yeah, if so it proves we, A, we have Arbor fans. Day. and Oh, yeah, we'll have a great Arbor Day yeah. at your place. A, we have fans, and B, we will do whatever we have to do to keep them. <laughs> anyway. No. No, no. 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 I. Uh, that's, that's just a cover-up for the truth. <laughs> Who knows? It's my belief. I found this list so refreshing and just like a breath of fresh considering the zany, infuriating things happening in politics right now. Like to read the the crazy stuff that people have made up to believe what's happening. It was so refreshing to me and like just like a little like like shelter from the cold, hard reality that the answer is we just have we've just elected all the rapers. Yeah. yeah, Everybody in power has raped somebody. All lizards. <laughs> oh, hey. But I mean, I wish. 
I wish their dicks weren't compatible with normal <laughs> oh, people. God. I wish. It would save a lot of suffering. We would all be better off. I will elect a lizard. Does a Komodo dragon want to run for president? Okay. I would vote for it. <laughs> provided it was along my party lines. <laughs> <laughs> Can you find me a liberal Komodo dragon? Because be I'm really also cool. part of the problem. Let's be real here. Yeah. But yeah, no, I do feel like um, it was, it, I, I agree, it was very refreshing because for a long time I, I was very into sort of uh, following, just for more entertainment purposes, sort of conspiracy theory. I agree, like I, read it. I am too. Then I had to stop because it got too depressing. Because it got it real got weird. too weird around the Trump election. And it's good to kind of go back to go back to roots. You know, find the, find the good ones that stood the test of time uh, that aren't too recent. Uh, yep. That was a big twist. Um, turns out a lot of recent conspiracy theories are just way too dark to make jokes <laughs> about. Anyway, yeah, no, it's good to go to ground to something a little bit, uh, say, traditional, Kookier. innocent, yeah. kooky. Kooky. You know what? We're we're at the end of this. We're gonna reveal who killed JFK. It was me. It was yeah. Sh- but but, but <laughs> at the end. You, you know, here's the thing. You know, here's the thing. There's time to change that. You don't know. That could be a cover up. Could be a lie. Who I want to now just pretend like every presidential uh, assassination is up for grabs. Who killed? <laughs> who killed Abraham Lincoln? Who killed George Washington? Spoiler alert, cherry tree. <laughs> <laughs> it just sought revenge. A cherry grew up. A cherry. <laughs> took he choked its... on a cherry pit. Yeah. From the from the child tree of the one he chopped down. Who killed Ronald Reagan? Crippling age. <laughs> Dementia. <laughs> Dementia. And too many jelly beans. <laughs> I think that flows beautifully into our first category. <laughs> you think that jelly beans cause dementia? I love <laughs> breaking, breaking. Jelly beans are now important. <laughs> uh, that is a good segue um, to things being put into our bodies, though in this case, against our will, no. to uh, to elicit certain effects. So uh, we're, we're getting back to the middle of 20th century. Let's, let's hop in the way back machine, guys, to uh, uh, say the 40s and talk a little thing called fluoridation so um <laughs> <Lanais>, guys... <laughs> flamingos crocodiles uh, oranges just mickey mouse not jobs weird, yeah. dangerous people. Weird people gop strongholds yeah. basalts oh yeah 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 uh anyway so um, taking goddamn 45 minutes to get to the grocery store no matter where you are florida florida <laughs> anyway so um <laughs> You guys have uh, almost certainly, by which I mean definitely, encountered a little thing called water fluoridation. So, well, why are we talking about fluoridation? It's you know, it's the stuff in the water to help your teeth from getting all rotty. Why? What's what's the conspiracy <laughs> theory? Getting all rotty. Yeah, getting you know. all rowdy. Getting out of your dick. Coming out of your yeah. jaw. It keeps my it keeps my my uh, teeth from hopping out of my mouth, standing <clears throat> on a table and going. <laughs> How was last night? I, you know, it was good. I I kept a calm night in, but my teeth got so rowdy. <laughs> I don't my, know. I don't know what my teeth got. My, my, my insides just popped out, and I haven't seen them all day. <laughs> my teeth came back in with a burrito in one hand and promptly threw up in my mouth. <laughs> and her shoes in her other hand. That's oh, right. one shoe. One. Who knows where the other one is? Uh, nice. My uh, <clears throat> my teeth came back to my head, still yelling, "Megan, get an Uber." <laughs> Megan! <laughs> An Uber! <laughs> oh, nice, nice. So what is uh, so what is the theory we're talking about? So obviously we were all at least we've probably heard of fluoride in the water and in toothpaste and in other various dental compounds. And also in those uh, little keen uh, foamy trays that they used to cram in your mouth when you were a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, ours was, I, they always just swapped it on with a Q-tip for me. It tastes oh. like green apples. Of course, because we recall from the last episode, the dentist you went to was terrifying. <laughs> as a child. 
Which you said you didn't have laughing gas or something like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Kelly definitely was going to a dentist located in the Old West. <laughs> the guy was like, it's fluoride or maybe it's just some baking soda I dipped my <laughs> finger in. Did the dentist also give you a haircut? No. <laughs> was, <laughs> did the, was the dentist also prepared to soft your leg if, if, if called to? Yeah. And sold you a pound of salted bacon every time you came into. Do you guys like that I forgot my deep dentist trauma like immediately? Because I'm like, oh, that's normal. That's what I'm, everybody. I'm, I I'm assume it's because they it hit up. you on the head so much because they didn't have laughing gas. They got to get the job done. Anyway, so what is the theory? The, why, why is fluoride? What's so scary about fluoride? Well, let me tell you what's so scary about fluoride. So the conspiracy theory at hand around fluoride is that the government puts fluoride into our water as a way to tranquilize the population and has been doing so since the end of World War II. Now, um, so there's some key points about why this is a conspiracy. So um, one notable one is that this was supposedly a trick. Uh, picked up from the Nazis, who supposedly used the technique to soften up the populace in order to commit atrocities with less opposition. It was also supposedly used in Russian gulags during the Stalinist era and is thought by some to be a communist plot meant to undermine the U.S. Uh, so, you know. Wait, a lot of supposedly. A lot of, right. lot of so you're going to, hey, the, Kelly, Kelly, there's going to be a lot of supposedly <laughs> this entire episode. So the Russians are putting <clears throat> fluoride in my water and uh, and telling my uh, racist relatives uh, lies about yeah. Jesus yes. and Trump. Yes. Uh, They're devious. They're busy. De- get it done. You know what? They're they really gotta, busy. And yeah. also making sure your teeth don't come out of your head. Yeah, <laughs> also, so, you know, they, also keep, they don't want hey, your teeth to have a good know, time. Thanks for that. <laughs> I appreciate also that. Also keeping my teeth in permanent Netflix and chill mode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hard drank. Um, so what other uh, interesting element, historically speaking, about the theory is that fluoride uh, comprises a, or sorry, potassium fluoride comprises a decent percentage of the waste produced uh, during certain aluminum manufacturing processes, meaning it is a, in essence, a, a toxic waste product produced through uh, aluminum manufacturing. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this process began a little after World War II, and I guess what was uh, hit a peak in World War II, aircraft part manufacturing using aluminum. So uh, many conspiracy theorists po- point to the fact that around this time, there was simply a lot of fluoride going nowhere, not making any money by being used to uh, you know calmly lure the population to a zombie-like state of compliance. Wait. Hold on. So they're saying... That because we were manufacturing a lot of aluminum airplanes. Aircraft parts. Aircraft parts. Not to parts. get pedantic about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they'd be very pedantic <clears throat> about it. They, they would. Yeah. Not yeah. in fact the aircraft <laughs> itself, but its parts. Please go, excuse me. Um, <laughs> a certain percentage of air, of aircrafts. Yeah, does yeah. That, does that, does that yeah, cover yeah, you it? Know what? I'll allow um, it. So they just had a ton of fluoride, and they were like, we got to move this fluoride! This isn't doing anything for us! And so they started just dumping it in our water nil- willy-nilly? That is the theory. Basically, yeah, it's like they and had then a bunch the mind, of waste. And then the mind control was just like a like a, that a was happy, just a happy, a happy yeah, well, you byproduct? Know, it's a combination of corporate evil and Nazi-slash-Soviet evil being like, hey, let's just make the Americans way chill oh, with so toxic if waste. If they could have made fluoride into like a delicious dairy treat, we would have all just been having, you yeah, know, fluoride twisty, ice cream. twisty cones. Fluoridos. Exactly. <laughs> uh, fluoridos. But because they were like, well, what can we do with fluoride? Oh, control minds. Well, put it in the water. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But here's the thing. I wasn't alive in the 40s. Shocker. But I seem to remember in my history books reading that people weren't very fond of 
the Nazis in the 40s. Typically, no. Nor were they big fans of the Russians later. So why would we want to do something that they were doing? Because well, here's the thing, Kelly. we like to benefit Corpor- from scientific. Corporations are evil as hell. That's uh, the upshot. True. So I don't, and also just Corporations are Nazis. Yeah, yeah. So one thing that underlines Such all of this. Such hot takes today. Uh, and yeah. So one of the reasons people obviously are upset about this beyond the sort of, you know, uh, questionable science and history uh, is that people just don't like the idea of the government sort of dumping stuff into their bodies that they didn't agree to enjoy. Hmm. So, <laughs> Man, this is some really succulent fluoride that I'm consuming. <laughs> I'm really I'm savoring uh, this fluoride. How and much I... is this? Is this all fluoride? Oh, fluoride Krispies. Hashtag it, not all fluoride. So uh, that's the theory. Let's talk about the cover story, guys. The, the sort of thing that we are told as the truth. So as early as the late 19th century, doctors uh, recommended potassium fluoride supplements as a way to reduce tooth decay. They noticed that there's a certain percentage of fluoride in bones and that having more of it makes those bones stronger and more resistant to decay. Keep nasty Mr. Tooth Decay at bay. With some sweet-ass fluoride. Uh, So it had been observed uh, that there was a correlation between having a lot of fluoride in the diet and minimizing tooth decay. And in the 1930s, it was discovered that Lo and behold, fluoridated water, that's a hell of a word, had the potential to reduce tooth decay and consequently boost general public health. Because, of course, as any dentist will tell you, your mouth is the gateway to your body, so keep it clean and keep your body healthy, you know? Uh, There's a direct correlation between gingivitis-y teeth and heart disease. Exactly. So, Which is kind of crazy. Fluoride. Yeah. But I also would like to point out that fluoride is like garlic for for, to Fluoride is to garlic... As, as my nasty Mr. Tooth Decay is to vampires. I want to flip that around, don't I? <laughs> no, no. Flu- vampires hate fluoride. Vampires. <laughs> That's a known fact. Vam- yeah. Vampires are to garlic as nasty Mr. Tooth Decay is to fluoride. This is a weird SAT question. But okay. Right? <laughs> but the garlic keeps the vampires away. And so does fluoride to nasty Mr. Tooth Decay. Yeah. So in 1951, the Department of Public Health uh, began fluoridating, adding fluoride fluoride. in water. And by 1960, large parts of the country were drinking fluoridated water. So uh, my final fun fact. Including you. (gasps) Oh, almost definitely. Gleefully. Frankly, I don't want dirty teeth. I love it. Um, Give me more of it. So uh, 9% of the American population believe that this conspiracy theory is true. How do they feel about iodized salt? <laughs> uh, well, the pro-goiter council is very opposed to it. <laughs> the, 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 go- the goiters? The goiters. Yeah, the goiters. The yeah. goitans. Goiterians, please. Goiterians. I think is the proper term. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You know what they're... You they know, just have very bland pancake breakfast is what their main <laughs> deal is. I'm That's... trying to think what else is, is like that, but I can't think of anything offhand. I mean, it's, it's exactly yeah. like iodized salt. Yeah, I mean... It's, we were like, there's really no good way to give people a bunch of fluoride. People's let's teeth dump are, it in the water. Like, yeah. people's teeth in the past were literally falling out of their skulls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dentistry was a problem. Brushing, not a big deal. Well, brushing, nasty doesn't, tooth brush, decay. brushing doesn't just do the whole job. That's why that fluoride's there. But we got floss. True. We got a floss. You Guys, got a water I wanna, pick. I want to take a second to say that the Oracle is really a support basic tooth hygiene you gotta go to the dentist do it do it i haven't been in a long time i haven't been in a long oh my time God. i really should but i got fluoride so i'm all right we read fluoride Yay! Yay! see the fluoride covers our terrible dental insurance Beautiful. i find dental insurance nice. just don't go <laughs> so i feel like this is funny because it's also basically like mid- the mid-century equivalent of the idea that vaccines cause autism it's just like bad 
science people not really understanding science and freaking out about something in a way that is kind of silly and might have been dangerous in the same way that that conspiracy theory is but i mean your teeth will definitely rot yep yeah i mean it's it's you know you can really you can spot a fluoride truther because they do not have teeth (laughs) they're really gummy they're real gummy i i would argue that not drinking fluoride fluoride water is uh is not is as less dangerous than, than not getting not... your children vaccinated. I would agree. Also, much easier, well, much harder, I guess, because mm-hmm. all the water is fluoride. I do have vaccines. Uh, Australia has basically eradicated uh uh kangaroos. No, <laughs> no HPV. wallabies. Oh, that's hey. exciting. Yeah. Let's let's crank up their social media engagements. So they can get that back in there. Get it just like just like measles. Bring it back. Bring just all it kinds of back. <laughs> We're all gonna have to go over there. We don't have HPV shots, and we're gonna yeah. have to have sex with a lot of people. Do yeah. you have your HPV? Pop? I do. I do well, too. I guess you guys aren't going to Australia to. You don't. Andrew, do you? I don't. Were they giving it to boys? Yet? No, no, they, they weren't. weren't. Was, now they do. Yeah. Uh, so I, lo- I also find it really funny that when you consider how common and like culturally accepted tranquilizers were in the middle of the century, to treat this as a bad thing, like you know, it's like, oh no, make sure to take your Valium, Joan, but not with fluoride water. You'll get way too comfortable. <laughs> it's like it's no good. Uh, yeah, ridiculous. you don't you don't want that. You don't want that one little bit. What do you guys have for categories for fluoride in the water, the conspiracy theory? Well, I thought that the combination of like kind of searching for fake flaws in our government when it, our government is so flawed in so many ways that are very evident and much more worrying, pl- coupled with uh, blockades to uh, pub- general public health but crazy blockade to public health um, reminded me of anti-vaxxers as well. Uh-huh. So I called this uh, Jenny McCarthyism. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, semi kind of along those same lines. I called it uh, Godwin's Law of Conspiracy Theories, a.k.a. the first person who mentions Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are both kicking my buns. Your little buns. Uh, mine is FBI, Federal Body Invaders. I kind of think that's all really good around. Yeah, <laughs> like, we coming in Pats on the back for everyone. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. yeah. Uh, so who wins? Shit. This, this, is a, this is an Oracle standoff. This is tough. I kind of think it's Mary. I think it's, I think it's Mary, too. Jenny McCarthy <laughs> is Mary's in... like, oh, it's tough. It's me, definitely it's tough. me. It's definitely not, me. Not so tough that I'm Yours not going to win. Yours will come later, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Both of yours. Like, there are other... When you told me that oh, category, you know I knew what those things were, and yeah. I was like, that deserves it. Yeah. So I'm taking the early win yeah. in, in order it. to, like, runway that in. Beautiful. Um... Oh, nice. So I think, you know, it's obviously fluoride. It's, I know 9% of the population believes it's conspiracy theory, but... I think we can agree that it's pretty insane to imagine that the government would knowingly poison a percentage of the population. Would try right? to kill people's brains yeah, in this way. Yeah, of course. Or like put something in people's bodies that was dangerous to them that they didn't know about. I mean, why don't we just ask the, 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 the residents of Macon County, Alabama, particularly those who participated in the Tuskegee experiment, or as it was properly known, the Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the Negro male. You can't ask because all those people died. Dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the... Along with all their infected family members. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So uh, let's get into the theory, and I'm using the word theory in some pretty heavy air quotes this time around. Uh, in 1932... <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that visual joke, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, trust me, listeners, it was sweet. 
1932, the U.S. Public Health Service, in collaboration with Tuskegee University, enrolled around 600 impoverished black male sharecroppers in a study intended to measure the effects of untreated syphilis. Uh, pretty bad disease that causes your brain to rot, your hair to fall out, and your face to cave in. Also, lesions on your head. So, uh, so um, the study consists of, uh, of 600 volunteers, uh, around 400 of which actually had syphilis going into it. The re- remainder were... Uh, knowingly infected by these uh, study runners uh scientists let's say uh and they did this in exchange for medical care uh medical also in quotations uh meals and burial insurance so um which honestly was just them tying up loose ends <laughs> yeah 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 they had the decency to pay for the funerals of the 600 men that they killed they had the decency to like dig a mass grave yeah we great you know what love it um very generous uh anyways the, the study was supposed to last six months but guess how long it lasted guys 40 goddamn years <laughs> meaning that it ended in 1972 and at no point during that 40-year period were the participants ever offered any actual treatment for the condition that they was that was thrust upon them uh worth noting the cure for syphilis penicillin you might have heard of it uh was invented in 1947 so yeah yeah. Yeah. They just let this that sit. This is why set. IRBs are a thing now. So that when they, so when it was going through the seventies, were they still joke. actively <laughs> infecting people with? I don't uh, think they syphilis? were actively. They just didn't. But they were still following the people yeah, that they, they gave. They syphilis. denied medical care. When do you think they stopped uh, actively infecting people? I, in, well, that's a good question. I don't know. I think they might have infected the initial six hundred. Yeah, and I think presumably they just infected everyone. And then, of course, presumably those six hundred. Infected others, but there, those because are the that's numbers. how, how many works. were already infected. Uh, like four hundred and eighty or something like that. Everyone had syphilis. Well, but so still. maybe what they did wasn't so bad. It, mm, false. It was yeah. the worst. <laughs> it was, false. It was the worst. It was actually. It did uh, one sort of silver lining is it did uh, change uh, the ethical practices of uh, medical studies in the U.S. Yeah. Because now you can't just give you people can't just diseases. Give people syphilis without their um, knowledge or consent. So uh, last time I mentioned this, is, ex- this that, is exactly why we don't know how much alcohol a pregnant woman can drink. It's <laughs> that's. True. True, we know. <laughs> because no one's going to do that study. Nobody wants to do that Who study. Who would do that study? Yeah. You know, Nobody's I, going to do I, it. I said silver linings, but you make a solid counterpoint, Mary. Those poor people's families should be compensated for oh, the terribleness that was inflicted on you, their lives. How would you even begin to start? Jesus Christ. But, money. Um, Back yeah. buckets and piles of so money. Much well, money. Step one, penicillin. Yeah. <laughs> Step let's over. let's get that one off the list. Everybody first. gets a is shot in the anybody, ass. Is anybody from this experiment still alive? I did not see. Okay. But again, uh, they you know these people were adults in the 40s, yeah. probably not, and they all had syphilis, so probably. Oh, that's not. right, they were all adults. I mean, um, like the chances that their kids are alive is pretty. Yeah, th- there yeah, might yeah, be yeah. syphilitic people or yeah. people who would ha- still have syphilis had it not been again for penicillin. Uh, so um, still alive. Yeah, so I mentioned the last theory. Nine percent of the population believes that. A hundred percent of the population believes this, or at the very least should, because, spoilers, guys, it's actually definitely 100% true. Very true. Yeah. Truesies. Absolutely true. So uh, the cover story is... Hey, if you don't believe this is true, you should turn off. Turn this off. Yeah. Turn this uh, off. If you don't believe go, this go is... Go on a long walk with yourself. If you don't believe this is true, turn yourself off. Yes. Turn yourself up. Reboot. Stop commenting on Facebook now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think this does really, this does really sort of an interesting, sort of say, conceptual interesting point. You know, we we you know the sort of crux of why conspiracy theories are actually interesting is that, you know, sure a lot of the stuff is clearly bunk and crazy, but then things like this actually happen, and you have to question certain things. Like, I'm not particularly a conspiracy theorist person myself in my day to day life, but it is darkly fascinating. 
to consider that, again, things like this happen. Yeah. So uh, what do you guys have for categories in this atrocity of human the human experience? <laughs> I'm not proud of this. Oh, God. My category is <laughs> brains are weird. Brains are weird. Brains are weird. Brains are weird. Brains brains are weird. Especially brains when are they're weird, full especially of syphilis. When they're getting eaten away by syphilis. Uh, yeah. Your syphilitic brain is just munching. Oh God. Getting munched. So I uh, I did double duty this time around. I also went with uh, FBI federal body invaders. Because <laughs> literally the federal government invaded these people's bodies with syphilis. Uh, that's a good That's a really good one for Thank this. Thank you. Thank you. So mine is a little esoteric. But um, so the way... <sighs> It started with the fact that this seems fake. When you mm-hmm. read about it, you hope that this is fake. It seems like some. It seems like fluoride. It seems like something that someone would make up. Like they're giving people syphilis through, you know, treat whatever, however, whatever they yeah. promised. Um, but it is real, and it be- kind of become it be it becomes real, right? It becomes real for you, and like the longer you live, like maybe the more you like see this in your day to day life that this like that progress cannot be held at bay with ethics oftentimes i'm looking at you uber (laughs) um (laughs) so you know that this happens and then that paired with sort of like you know your neurotic your neurosis around that knowledge and then also the fact that this reveals something that is true and horrifying about being a working class person living in america um, made me think about Harvey Picar. So whoa, deep cut. I went with um, American American Splendor Man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Goodness, Jesus! You worked for that, didn't you? <laughs> Holy hell, man! I oof. Yep. Wow. As brilliant as your category is, I think it's it can't ah, yeah. beat the simplicity. I know. Yeah. Federal body invaders. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. I was inspired by those t-shirts you see in Crow's Beach Town <laughs> yeah, say FBI, female body inspectors. I got that. That was the joke. <laughs> but, you know, darker. <laughs> so, oh, man. So um, the Tuskegee experiment really makes you wonder just how other people are so cruel to their fellow men. I mean, that's just dark. That's really evil. Um, and luckily, guys, luckily, the answer has been staring us in the face this entire time. Uh, the people in charge aren't people. They are actually cold-blooded alien reptiles looking to subjugate the savage primate underclass. So they have no, it's not, it's not a problem for them to, to do these horrible things. That's right, we're talking about reptilians. Uh, the theory. So the theory, guys, uh, the reptilians, is that long ago a group of shape-shifting reptilian uh, aliens from the Alpha Draconis star system. So uh, specific. So sure. specific, super true sounding. Like when I hear that, I'm like, oh, yeah, duh. Yeah, I believe you. I, I, when you said reptiles, I was like, no, but oh, Alpha Draconis. A star system named after dragons. <laughs> that Surely, def- yeah. That definitely doesn't sound like something that would be in uh, Scientology. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no, no. This is, this or is... Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like just a one-off episode of some Star Trek yeah. franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's it's deeply, deeply believable. Uh, so, um, fun fact, uh, in their leisure time, these guys abduct human beings and enjoy sipping on a refreshing glass of blood. Huh. Mm, yeah. Do they kill them or do they just... Uh... You know, you'd have to ask them. It's pretty exclusive information. Do reptiles eat blood? Mm. Uh, do you think that's why you donate blood? Oh, my God. Oh! <laughs> Am I just providing, like, a Capri Sun for, for Donald Trump Jr.? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Uh, the dumbest lizard. <laughs> you know what? 
Is he is he sucking down my fine grade A O negative, the most <laughs> valuable blood? Why don't you brag about it? I will. <laughs> Good. You I should. just it's donated important. blood, and it went to uh, Rush in Chicago. Mm. Welcome, whoever got injured at Rush. The oh. past week and a half, uh, so I really, for... I really had a weird moment where I was like, "How do you know it went to the band Rush and why did they need blood?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, Mary, I'm like Mary, did, Mary. He dr- did he drum his blood out? No, Mary, no. Get Getty Lee's a lizard person. <laughs> Duh. That's how do you think how he do you sings think like he, that? How yeah. do you think they perform so well? Yeah, Neil Peart, he needs the blood <laughs> to keep his his lizard reflexes going, and also the guitar player from Rush, whose name I do not know. No. I'm sorry to say. I'm impressed. I'm just uh, like they just got that drumming one. the blood out of your body <laughs> <laughs> and singing uh, Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yes, that's Rush. Yeah. Yes. 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 That is Rush. Um, I was going to try to make a quick, quick off the top uh, joke where Rush stood for, let's see, reptiles under severe, I don't know, health issues. Hernia. Hernias. It was for reptile hernia because they got to get nutrition in their mouths to fix, to fix up their butts. Hernias. <laughs> their reptile butts. <laughs> oh, herniated reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, so these these blood sipping. Uh, that blood swilling. Blood yeah, swilling. Was, thank swilling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, lizard. Blood quaffing. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah, they uh, so they set up a series of underground bunkers to manage their sinister operations, and over the course of human history, have infiltrated human society up to the very top. Uh, according to this theory, many powerful families, including the British royal family and the Bushes, as that in the George explain... and George H. W. Bushes, sorry, not Barbara. No, probably not. Right. <laughs> Uh, they're, what they're, if Barbara just unzipped it? It was just fabulous old lady lizard. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Pretty, pretty great. Uh, yeah, Wearing wig stuff. <laughs> well, lizards can't grow hair, Kelly. So duh. it has to be a wig. Extra. They're wig-y. not mammals. <laughs> <laughs> they're. Um, but yeah, so the theories that these powerful is related to them, which of course uh, means that we now have an answer to the age-old question: What would a reptile do in retirement? Uh, of course, that is uh, paint dogs and encourage us to forget about all of its atrocities by sharing its candy with Michelle Obama. <laughs> um, worth noting, 4% of Americans believe this is true. That's 12 million people. That is, in you fact, guys 12 are, million people. If you guys are doing the math at home. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, well, that's simply wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's simply wild. Did you uh, happen to spot the Atlantic article that was like attached in the one you gave us hmm. that was how to spot oh, I who's a reptile. Oh my God. How do you? Well, I Drop will give you, enlighten us. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's from an old website called Alien Hub, which is no longer available. <laughs> Tragedy. Uh, so Wait, I does can... that mean that, that, does that mean alienhub.com is available? <gasps> no, it's it's still up there. It's just like. What about alienhub.net? It's just, it's, I, it says I it's spot gone, it. Yeah, it's gone forever. But uh, that was a good joke. It was. <laughs> what, AlienHub.net? It was shut down in 2017. Ah, uh, weak. Uh, so we only off. have this Atlantic article as that has to be our source document. I'm now. glad that one of the most prestigious uh, journalistic <laughs> institutions in America really took the time to capture that. Oh. I'm genuinely glad. That's yeah. not a sarcastic comment. All right. Thank you, Atlantic. Condonass. So good on you. <laughs> you guys, everybody keep a check mark in their head of if you might be a reptile. Got mm-hmm. it. Uh, predominance of green or hazel eyes. That change color like a chameleon, mm, okay. but also blue eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> also brown. <laughs> uh, your eyes should also be piercing. Okay. True okay. red or reddish hair. Mm. 
a sense of not belonging to the human race. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? I, I had an idea that they were a reptile when I just knew that they were a reptile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, low blood pressure. Okay. Uh, deep compassion for the fate of mankind. <laughs> that seems Wait, counter what? to the point of this. <laughs> sure. You know, as a food Is it because source. they're worried? Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we might run out of blood? Yeah. yeah. Uh, keen sight or hearing. My question is, I, I paid a man to shine a laser in my eyes that gave me keen sight. Does that make me a lizard? Maybe maybe he mm. actually just replaced your insides with, with a with lizard. Lizards. Oh, my God. So, also, that, that posits that basically any sort of moody ginger teenager with good vision yeah. is a lizard person. <laughs> and uh, green or blue eyes. Sorry. This is my favorite one. Uh, physic abilities probably meant psychic. Physic abilities. <laughs> they can do physics. Yeah. They understand they physics. They can tell you what wattage means and describe force in a meaningful yeah. way with numbers. Uh, let's see. ESP, unexplained oh, scars oh, on the somebody, body. If someone has ESP, they might be a lizard. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that makes me really question all of my ESP having friends. Oh, my God. Uh, UFO connection. <laughs> oh, sure. Capability to disrupt electrical appliances. Okay. okay. Uh, Capa- does that mean unplug them? <laughs> <laughs> I have the capability uh, to do that. Oh, my God. I married a lizard. Jesus Christ. A love of space and science. <laughs> oh, jeez. And alien contacts. <laughs> what? <laughs> And then, an alien pen pal. Yeah, okay, that's a lizard. So, so here's this actually presents an interesting uh, observation that the family from the show Alf were actually lizard people. Yeah. <laughs> also, the kids from the sh- movie E.T. Lizard people. Well, the Atlantic actually did us one 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 more solid. Oh, okay. Which is that it was this article was written in uh, 2013, Oof. older. So. Uh, it went ahead and went through some world leaders for us. Oh, let let us know God. if they were oh, lizards. Lizard or not lizard. Uh, Hot so, or not. So this one's on. Which uh, actually works for lizards. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Oh, Barack Obama. Uh, yes, Obama's eyes are usually bl- not blue or green, mm. but he can maybe change them. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. With Wait, the, that's, with the power that's, of that's contact lenses, yeah. we can change to a lizard person. Uh, according to his doctors, Obama has low blood pressure. Jeez. Uh, the Washington Post, there's an article cited here called Compassion in Chief. Uh, the president doesn't wear glasses or a hearing aid. That we know about. Uh, he has a scar. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sometimes his teleprompter breaks. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, he likes science. Ugh. Also, he can catch flies. This is pretty... <laughs> Wait, what? Remember that one? What? Remember that interview where there was a fly flying around and he just went and killed a fly? God, I, I miss mean. you, Obama. Lizard <laughs> person or not, you were so great. Remember when that uh, was newsworthy? Oh my God! I'm, I'm pretty sure that like I'm pretty sure that Trump Trump could fall down out of the White House, split his pants, <laughs> fart visibly, <laughs> and it wouldn't. Like, even... There's a ripple of somebody's yeah. hair. And a, yeah, and a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a, fly a ripple of, in there, that ripple. There's a ripple. There's a ripple in the butt cheeks, and it would barely make news <laughs> because that would be like one of the better, Fine. more normal things he did that day. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else was? So, obviously, president is reptilian. Vice President Biden was a reptilian. A charming, uh, I could tell, charming reptile. I could tell you that, though. <laughs> Romney yeah. is a reptilian. Uh, Newt Gingrich is reptilian. Mm. Well, Newt, the name gives it away. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, actually, that's an amphibian, I guess, <laughs> technically. <laughs> but, but, but. It's, it's, it's a loose cover. I mean, come on. Who Newt. names their kid Newt? That's yeah. really rich, bringing that rich, up for me. Rich white people in New England. <laughs> is it, is or it a, Harry Potter Is villains. it a nickname? Yeah. 
Uh, Ted Cruz is probably reptilian. Is it like Ted Cruz is not a reptilian? You know why? Because he is a penguin. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry, avian. I'm so Uh, sorry. Donald Rumsfeld is a reptilian. I think that's a given. Yeah, that makes sense. Even though I don't believe in this theory, I believe that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Can I believe not the theory, but that in this one specific case, it is true? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Who else? Any women? Any women? Yeah, yeah. There were no women on that list. Well. Sexist. 2013. <laughs> All those low so many years ago before feminism entered the I lizard guess world. Is Condi a lizard? Well, she does. I think she has brown eyes. Mm, no, out. I can't. She's I not don't describe her ears as piercing. Her ears. Her ears. Her ears. Eyes. <laughs> she might have pierced ears. She probably has pierced. <laughs> Wait, pierced piercing ears? Shit, you guys are both lizards. Oh my god! So so, <laughs> I paid a lady at Claire's to put the lizard in me. <laughs> I paid the lady at Claire's to put the lizard in me <laughs> twice. <laughs> Technically, the, my mom paid the lady at Claire's. <laughs> Technically, my mom did the first time, and then I did the second yeah. time. Is, uh, this, I guess four times because I have two ears. <laughs> guys, this is a dumb joke. But I'm going to go with it anyway. So, is one of the signs of being a lizard person a proclivity towards the music of The Doors? Because oh, Jim Morrison was the Lizard King. Lizard it's a bad King. joke. It's a I, bad joke. But I, I don't apologize. I bet he's a lizard. I bet he wishes he was. Maybe he's alive, a faux lizard. I, guess. <laughs> I bet he wishes he was alive. <laughs> Dude, this is very dark. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's conjecture. Let's name other famous people who are dead and, and wonder who, who, if maybe lizards. No, no, no. Who wants who to be a lizard? Who wish to be alive? <laughs> and also lizards. Really, who just really, just Jim Morrison who comes down. He's the middle. He's the sole middle of that Venn diagram of who dead people. Trade their deathness for lizardom. <laughs> oh God! That's so, okay. too much. Andrew, so, you should reveal your category. I, first. Well, first off, the cover story is important to note. That uh, simply oh. put, people are people. So why should it be? You and I should get along. So awfully, people are bad and do bad things, man. Like that's. And it's easier to say you're cold-blooded, hence the, you know, the idiom. Check it and, and like, see. Yeah, exactly. That would have been a much better song reference. Good job. Oh, Good job. No problem. Um, but yeah. It's basically what I'm here for. <laughs> but yeah, the cover story is good. People are, are human just suck. <laughs> I think that power corrupts people and makes them act in a lizard-like fashion. Why are you looking at me like you're a lizard? <laughs> oh, God. Because my category is cold-blooded. Check it ah! and see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think you just won. I don't even. I, don't even I have know. a good one too. I have a good one oh, too. Oh, please go for That's it. That's why I was it. making the lizard face at you. You nice, were making such nice. a lizard face. You're kind nice. of creeping me out. I was like, is it Kelly about to reveal herself to be Ooh, a lizard? Ooh, natural. <laughs> uh, Andrew, what's your category? Uh, my category. It's a bit of weird and uh, makes more sense later. I do apologize, but it is Tyrannosaurus Rolex because of course Tyrannosaurus Rex is uh, a terrible lizard or tyrant lizard. Tyrant These are tyrant lizards. lizards. Uh, but they've been ruling since you know, for much a long time. So since the Rolex, deep, deep cuts. Eh, um, okay, so my thing with this is, how on earth do people get to this point where they would believe this? <laughs> it's so crazy. I I cannot understand it. It is the opposite of simplicity and 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 reason. So I called it Occam's Riding Lawnmower: colon ballistic heuristics. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh God! It's a standoff. Ballistic heuristics. 
I mean, I think it has to be. It's, it's Kelly. It's, it's, it's Kelly. Kelly. It's it's Kelly. Kelly. You win, for sure. You have an excellent category. You get yeah. points for effort, because damn, girl. Thank you. So, uh, so Kelly, you mentioned a conspiracy theory earlier in the cold open of the show. Mary, do you have a conspiracy theory that you want to yeah. talk about? A favorite yeah. or a yeah, weird yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was actually texted to me by another fan named Chris, who is in fact friends with our other fan. <laughs> hey, I'm seeing, I'm seeing some connections. Hey Oh, guys, man. guys, if you're a fan of the show, you'll find friends. I think <laughs> that's important to know. If you're a fan of the show, text one of us and we'll, and this... we'll, talk, we'll say your name on the air, too. <laughs> so um, this is a conspiracy theory that explains how Tommy Wiseau, the auteur who made Please, genius. <laughs> The Room, not Room, The Love Room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the Citizen Kane of bad movies, came to his fame and fortune Um Mostly his fortune. We know how he came to his fame. <laughs> but how he how he accrued so much money. So if you know things about Tommy Wiseau, you know that he basically, like, out of pocket, without, like, a second thought, paid to have the room made and paid to have it made in a way that was insane. Like, they filmed it on, like, regular film and digital film. They had two complete camera setups at all times filming that's not done. They did things like green screened in scenes on top of a roof. Which you normal people would just shoot, just but go no, onto no. A roof. Yeah. Yeah. no, 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 <laughs> no. Like the easiest thing in the world, right? You don't even need to get releases. Nobody else is on their roof, but nope, they green screened it, just like just like hemorrhaging money. But it wasn't a big deal, and no, and he would never reveal why he was so rich or how old he was. That'll become important <laughs> later, oh or um. Or has like kind of like he's kind of cartoony. He's always wearing sunglasses. He has long hair. He has like an affected speech pattern. Perhaps he is in disguise. Nobody knows where he came from. Is he Dorian Gray? So obviously <laughs> he's DB Cooper. Oh <laughs> wow. That is that is a twist. It's good, it's right? Twist. Man, man, I love that. It's a good one. Uh, that's great. So, um, back to the list at hand. So, I think we can all agree, guys, that the idea of alien reptile overlords is a little bit silly. I mean, first of all, why would aliens even want to come to Earth? You know, like, it, don't get me wrong, it's a great place. I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, eh, it's okay. It's okay. But as, as big as the universe is, there must be better places to visit. Yeah, it's you know. It's been someplace. it's been a little bit dark for the last couple of years. But, um, you know, I mean, why would an alien come to visit, visit Earth? I mean, maybe they might crash into it. Perhaps in, oh, I don't know. Roswell, New Mexico, in the year 1947. Hmm. That's all right, guys. There's another another new Roswell series coming out. Oh, do you know the theme song to Roswell? That would have been better to sing. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Uh, I can't remember it offhand. It was was on the... uh, CW. Yeah. But WB. WB. UPN. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when UPN was a thing? I Veronica Mars was on UPN. Really? Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. was on UPN. Star Trek Voyager also. U- Everyone U- had a show uh, where they watched on UPN. How cute. Yeah. Also, I also watched uh, Veronica Mars. Dilbert the Cartoon. No, mine. She also watched Buffy. <laughs> did you watch Dilbert the Cartoon? No, I did. Not a As a child. <laughs> yeah. so boring. Why? Why? <laughs> I, none, none of that humor is even relevant to me now as an office worker. Were you like 
Why were you watching it and you were just like, yeah, it is like that to have an office fridge. Like, what did you Probably. But anyway, it's not weird for me to like the double cartoon, because keep in mind, I also like the film. I was obsessed with the film Death Becomes Her when I was like seven, and that's also not appropriate Mm. for me in any way. But it's a great movie. needed to monitor your television. They rented it for me from Mm. the blockbuster. It wasn't a TV thing. They were monitoring it. They were were like, highly. They were like, you know what? Two thumbs and fasting thumbs. (laughs) Five thumbs up. This comedy about plastic surgery and older ladies, um, great for my (laughs) seven year old son. Does your mom or dad have an extra hand? Because we are. They did the they both put their hands in action and then they called in a third person. <laughs> the, the blockbuster just clerk. For one. Just for, for one. Yeah. Well, like, you can't. What I do you think about this? Thumbs up. You're like, all right, good for my son. <laughs> anyway, so uh Roswell in Mexico. So guys, the theory, let's let's touch base on that. In 1947, a rancher by the name of, I kid you not, WW Mac in quotes, Brazel or possibly Brazel. I apologize. Let's say Brazel. Brazel. Funnier. W.W. Mac Brazel um, uncovered some mysterious debris about 30 miles outside of Roswell, New Mexico. He took that debris to the sheriff, who then took it to the Roswell Army Army Airfield, who then put out a press release claiming that a, quote, flying disc had been discovered at the aforementioned local ranch. Who do you think got? How many people do you think got fired? Oh my god! (laughs) Can you can you even imagine? It's I'll talk about it in a second. What Roswell? uh, What I think Roswell actually was. I'm excited to hear about it. I'm excited about that. Uh, So soon after, the Roswell Daily Record picked up the press release and published a story titled "The Ros the uh, Roswell Army Airfield Captures Flying Saucer on Ranch in Roswell Region," which is a slight twist from the original press release but no, conveys that, the spirit. that tracks that makes sense well it's flying disc versus flying saucer what you, what that's you, the distinction what you uh what what, you're, what one you're was losing, a frisbee one was a plate what you're basically. losing here is that somebody needs to make money and that somebody <laughs> is journalist yes yes <laughs> no one's gonna read about about a a rancher discovering a little bit of tin foil everyone's no. gonna read yeah, about yeah. a farmer's daughter meeting an alien of course yeah and then write fanfic about it 30 years later <laughs> And, uh, that, sh- and that became the show Roswell. That's how that went, right? I never saw they it, were but books that sounds first. right. Mm. Oh, wow. Maybe it was Fifty Shades of Grey thing. Wow. Twilight before Twilight. Hot take. Uh, so soon after the army walked back the initial claim about finding a flying disc, stating that what had actually been discovered was nothing more than a crashed weather balloon. Hmm. Uh, huh? Yeah. The mm-hmm. sheeple largely forgot about the Roswell incident until 1980, when a book titled, conveniently enough, The Roswell Incident, was released. The authors of the book, Charles Berlitz and William L. Moore, put forth the claim that the flying saucer and the remains of its mysterious inhabitants had been seized by the government and moved to the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. Fun fact, I went there when I was a kid on a family trip. and so Did you uh, meet an alien? No, but so... Um, but so, he met a bunch of reptilians. Of course, they were tour guides. You know, not all reptilians are rich and powerful. Some just have to pay their rent. Hashtag yeah. not all reptilians. <laughs> Uh, but no, so we went there. So the the theory, the detailed theory is there. The alien stuff is housed in Hangar 13, this mysterious location. So at one point I asked loudly, like a child does, to my mom, "Where's Hangar 13?" And both my parents were like, "Shut, shut, 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 shut," as if as if the military was going to descend on nine year old Andrew Crawford. You're like, he knows too much. This kid, this kid's too savvy. We got to take him out. Got to take but him out. But was there no Hangar 13? Uh, no, but there is a photo of me somewhere in front of a generic hangar. 
uh, holding up my ten fingers, and I believe my sister or another family member holding up the remaining three. The extra thumb for thirteen. <laughs> was it the third party that held up their thumb? The, block bu- the blockbuster film. The blockbuster we, got, we got three of them to put their thumbs up to really approve that this was Hangar Thirteen. Excellent. Super cool, guys. They just cut out the thumbs and just oh, pasted God. them on. They actually took know. the alien Wait, thumbs from the gift shop. Wait, you've been to Roswell? No, no, no. Hangar. Uh, sorry, not Hangar Thirteen. Uh, Wright Patterson Air Force Base near Dayton. Ohio. Ohio. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can't keep. You can't keep yeah, the aliens was... where they crash. You got to yeah. move them oh, across country. That's where they put the other aliens. Um, but yeah, so um, not so... what they told me in Independence Day, but whatever. Weak. Get your facts right. Mm. Uh, not Robinson Meckes. Who did Independence Day? Will Smith. Let's Will just Smith. say that. <laughs> okay. Get your facts Jeff right. Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Get it together. <laughs> uh, so in 1984, documents surfaced that were alleged to, alleged to be classified memos concerning Majestic 12, a secret operation launched by President Harry S. Truman to handle the Roswell incident. The Majestic 12. What a cool name, right? That is great. Like all operations should have be lucky to have such a cool name. That's B. When they wrote it on the page, somebody <clears throat> held up ten fingers, and then somebody else held up. <laughs> two, thumbs, two thumbs, two extra thumbs, <laughs> two more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, the cover story, of course, is that the crash object was not a UFO, but rather a simple weather balloon, just like the government said when it backtracked. Uh, so this was the dawn of the Cold War, and there was just sort of flying saucer fever sweeping the nation. And when the poorly worded press release about a flying disc uh, was released, the story got sensationalized, and the changes to the story. Um, that happened sort of reinforced this conspiracy mindset. Oh, also the Majestic 12 memo tragic, the Majestic 12 memo uh, tragically was a fake. Mm. Uh, so fun fact though, uh, there was actually objectively tr- a cover up here. Uh, the object was not a weather balloon, but was actually a spy balloon that had been released as a part of a, something called Project Mogul, also a pretty cool name, and was intended to monitor, uh, monitor uh, Soviet nuclear tests. Cool. Oh, it was us being spies. Yeah, we were being spies. Uh, and uh, 21% of the American population believes this. That was kind of my theory, that it was obviously just like some sort of experimental aircraft yeah. that exploded and probably some or poor maybe, man lost his life. Yeah. Or, and, just a, or just a child in a, in a weather balloon. <laughs> like that one time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. So it was. It's like 99 left balloons. <laughs> exactly. But, you it's know, with it's, spying? It's like the guy who tied all those balloons to a, to to a, a, a wig chair. To a lawn chair and then floated around. Yeah. And now he's in Dayton, Ohio. Terrible in, place to be. In Bunker 13. Uh, uh, Hangar, please. Hangar, Hangar 13. 13. That guy got a ton of fines. I bet he probably had to go to prison. <laughs> Again, Hangar <laughs> For, 13. Like, honestly, that seems crazy to me. To it's like he went to airspace. <laughs> like where <laughs> planes are. <laughs> Well, Jesus. But you know what? Some things, some things you just have to know. Some people like, have to dream. Like you just have right? to know if you can <laughs> sled down your stairs when you're a kid in a laundry basket. <laughs> you just have to know. Yeah. I wonder you if should, he, that's not a crime. I wonder if he cleared the airspace if he wouldn't have gotten in trouble. <laughs> but he submitted a flight plan for his personal balloon yeah. chair. <laughs> Pardon me. Make F-A-A-A. way, make way for balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Your planes can wait for my whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The world needs smiles, fools. <laughs> oh, man, guys. So what do you guys have for categories? I wish that this was the dark stuff that the government currently was up to. <laughs> so badly. We don't know if they ever stopped. <laughs> I wish that it was just kooky nonsense. I mean, I realize that a lot of fry frying saucers flying saucer stuff oh man we should start a restaurant frying Frying saucers saucers. (laughs) we're like every every third piece of chicken has a piece of saucer in it 
Watch your mouth. You're going to get cut. Um, <laughs> no, um, we just throw saucers at each other. Flying saucers. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a you know cliche Italian restaurant family. People just shouting and throwing things at each other, but we're just doing it intentionally because of aliens? Because of branding. Because of branding. Um, But I wish that it was just like kind of kooky and silly kind of stuff like Madcap, this. Madcap, I think is the term Madcap. you're Madcap, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that a lot of Flying Saucer stuff was like all um, about like nuclear testing. Like yeah. like there is dark things there. Yeah. But in, in retrospect, in the sepia tones it takes on now, it seems very enjoyable. So I said, I want to feel, I, or, I'm starting to feel... A sentimental yearny. It's a sentimental yearny. I <laughs> wish right. that I wish that this is what was happening now. Nice. As nice. opposed to just being like, oh, everything is garbage and is <laughs> and is like a two bit scheme for money. <laughs> uh, I called it cold blooded. Check it mm, and yeah, see, because yeah. <laughs> I assume that aliens are cold blooded. That seems reasonable. They might not. They might be more yeah. mammals than we are. Their blood might be boiling. They might not even have blood. Blow your mind. They yeah. might be. <laughs> they're. They might have hair growing out of all of their uh, wet all orifices. Of their orifices. They might. They might have hair for blood. <laughs> it's really inefficient. <laughs> um, so my category uh, was, and came out of this anti gravity. Now, not not the principle of opposing gravity, but the idea of being against gravity, opposed to it. <laughs> Because I imagine as these aliens saw the Earth coming up to them, they were pretty against the idea of gravity <laughs> at that time. Okay. So. Yes. Oh, yes. I get yeah. it. Yes. As they were crashing into yeah, the Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think this one goes to Mary. Mary. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a quick break, guys, and uh, let our listeners know about uh, some new shows coming out on the Outrageous Mechanisms Network. Hey there. Do you love late 20th century horror? Grizzly fables? Leathery Muppets? Well, then you should slap into Crypt Creepers, the Tales from the Crypt podcast coming to the Outrageous Mechanisms Network this October. Yep, I'm Thomas Johnston, and my sister Mary and I are going to relive our sneaky TV-watching childhoods by working our way through the original HBO series so we can critique, relish, and mock this pulpy masterpiece one episode at a time. New episodes drop on Wednesdays. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the platform of your choice. And, of course, OutrageousMechanisms.com. Mary, it is my solemn promise to you to keep our analysis and arguments on point and try not to move the ghoul posts too much. <laughs> so, guys... So, guys, uh, living in a world where aliens are just chucking ships at us willy-nilly, uh, how are we supposed Becoming to feel safe? Becoming our world leaders. I know. It's just it's it's a dark time. There's you know things falling from the sky, you know, just general monstrosities, poison water, poison blood, uh, poison people, blood, aliens drinking blood. Where do you go to get away from it all? Uh, well, if you're lucky enough to be one of the reptilian elites, you can just slither on down to the Denver International Airport, or more specifically. The mysterious bunker complex hidden beneath it. Um, so what's the oh, theory? Oh man, I really wish I'd done a Petula Clark joke right there. Yeah. Where are you gonna go? Downtown. <laughs> downtown. You got it in. I like that. Denver. 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 Oh, nice. Uh, so what? What is? <laughs> so what is the theory, guys? The the theory, basically, in a nutshell, is that devious things are happening at the Denver International Airport. I love this theory. It's one of my faves, honestly. It's so good. 
Uh, so some high Is points. <laughs> I mean, in terms of like a narrative perspective, yeah. I think it's pretty great. From terms of a like you know intelligent use of, of airport budgeting and design, <laughs> and probably not. Uh, so Denver International was first conceived of in 1980 and was intended to replace the Stapleton International Airport, which was uh, 16 miles away from the current uh, DIA location. By all accounts, nothing was particularly wrong with Stapleton, um, and as such, it seemed unnecessary to spend the uh, monumental sum of money necessary to put a new airport. This is the sort of the beginning of the conspiracy. Like, why why would we do this? Why would we replace a perfectly good airport with a monstrously huge new airport? 16 miles closer. True, 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 which is important if you're, you know, getting out of Denver. Bunkers, a place to put weird art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so during the construction, the plans and layout changed many times. Um, some might even say a suspicious amount of times. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, bum, bum. Uh, this... I work at an interior design firm. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So th- this, along with various technical gaffes, including a, uh, a state-of-the-art baggage machine that threw bags everywhere upon first use, which is just hilarious. Or, or ripped them to shreds. It's yeah. also like how, if you're a kid, when you think about like where your bag goes, <laughs> is what you imagine. It's like a bunch of like like crazy like uh, conveyor belts and arms flying around. That's yeah. what it looked like. W- worth noting this this baggage claim this baggage uh, conveyor was a huge uh, selling point in the airport, and apparently it still does not work great today. What they didn't realize they were like it's very very expensive to feed and care for the wolverines that manage your bags <laughs> once you check them it's it's more efficient than gears guys wolverines wolverine machines wolverines need jobs yeah come do on you, i'm creating another conspiracy theory Good. do you think this is why they started charging for when you checked luggage to, to, feed pay, the wolverines. to pay for wolverines <laughs> probably yeah you know it's some it's got money's that come from somewhere <laughs> How did wolverines get, like, the coolest name in the animal That's kingdom? That's a great question. Um, Conspiracy theory. Lucky. <laughs> yeah. They're reptiles. Reptiles. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're not. They're the reptile's favorite. Favorite type of blood, so they got the best no, name. They unzip themselves and they're reptiles. That's, oh. that's the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fair, why they're fair, so fair. powerful, to be able to get wolverine as their name. And that's why True. they have all of those spikes that come out of their hands. Yeah. yeah. And that sick and yellow Jackman. costume. <laughs> that's how they claimed Hugh Jackman. <laughs> also a lizard person, funny enough. Despite being uh, portraying a prominent mammal-named creature. <laughs> but there are reptiles. Wow. Smoke and mirrors, guys. So um, so the delays along with the ga- uh, the the, um, uh, the changes to the design as well as the technical gaffes uh, delayed the planned opening by 16 months. And the project came in at $2 billion with a B over budget. Um, it's pretty over budget. It's pretty budget. And it's not totally clear where that $2 billion went. Ooh. Uh, so the final product covers 53 square miles, which I believe is larger than the island of Manhattan. Consider. It's a huge airport. It's huge. Um, and uh, they're in the process of building uh, 110 million cubic yards of earth were excavated to make room for uh, stuff, let's say. Uh, according to theory, mysterious underground complexes. Ooh. Well, they say that they like built the airport and then they were like, nope, no good. And then they buried that airport and built the other airport on top of oh. it. Which is pretty weird. Yeah, when you really break it down, <laughs> that's, that's I don't think that's how That's how not usually how building works, I think. Right, but that is a, that's a strange choice on yeah. their part. Yeah, but according to, yeah, according to uh, conspiracy theorists, the amount of earth uh, exceeds the size of the airport, and regardless of the baggage claim system that supposedly occupies it, uh, full of wolverines, um, and the various <laughs> How concourses. How much does a free-range wolverine need? More than you think. More than you think, conspiracy theorist. Um, 
but yeah, they claim there's more room there than uh, needed for those things, uh, unless, of course, there is more than meets the eye. Ooh. Also, didn't they, like, raise the elevation of that? Yes. Uh, like, it, by, like, way more than it should be, Yeah, because I think they, they, I can't remember the exact number, but it was, like, it's quite deep. It's 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 a lot. It's it's wide and deep. Well, and and also like the rest of it is like, I it's mean flat. like like it's I mean like raises and like now it's kind of on like a hill where there yeah, was, there was a climb a mountain. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. yeah. playing up there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, on like a, what's one of those things that are like plateau. Maybe you have to take a, a ski butte. lift to a get butte up is there. The term a butte. <laughs> a butte. You, you have to take a ski lift up to their uh, up to your plane. <laughs> That's a t- I mean, it's not that high as a rope toe, but <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can, it's a T-bar lift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone gets a wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so technically there's a number of uh, sort of parallel conspiracy theories here. It's this, this is a real bang for your buck, conspiracy wise. There's a wise. lot, there's a lot. Uh, so the Jesse one... Ventura will tell you all about it. Oh my it. God. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to see that. I haven't found it yet, but apparently mm-hmm. there is a special, I think from 2000 and something. Uh, which Jesse Ventura does, I think, first actually, especially that popularized these theories in the public eye. He used too. to have a show about conspiracy theories on True TV. Amazing, ironically, on True TV, which used to be or actually, TV. especially, very appropriately on True TV. Yeah. Um, so I, pick, I picked a few TV. of my favorite uh, sort of sub conspiracy theories to talk about. Uh, first off, it's shaped like a swastika. Uh, the runways are. Arguably, which I mean, yeah, definitely in the shape of a swastika, you know, like the Nazis used. Um, Oscars, weirdly enough, instead of traditional runway lights, they use uh, tiki torches to light up the incoming planes. <laughs> That's the second where I believed you. I, I, was, like, I was like, hold on, hold on. No, no. That's a joke. I get it. I get it. Uh, Nazis suck and are dumb. Uh, so they, it's shaped like a swastika for Nazi reasons. Um, uh, there is a cursed, and it's worth noting, anatomically correct uh, demon horse sculpture at the entrance. Um, I want to see this demon horse Have you seen photos of it? It is terrifying. The sculpture, the sculpture is a gigantic terrifying looking blue horse veiny uh, blue horse veiny blue horse uh complete with horse penis you know because why wouldn't you leave that out I, you know this is about truth and honesty to, to be fair it is sort of weirder to it, leave it out than yeah, you, to leave uh, it in. Censored well, horse it could penis. be a girl horse true you could avoid the whole penis issue altogether <laughs> um so while the, the horse's official name is blue mustang uh it has been lovingly nicknamed blucifer <laughs> Which is just an amazing name. That's so good. Thank you, world. You didn't that. mention its eyes. No, I didn't because I had too scared to look at them. <laughs> it's a so blue good. horse and it has glowing red, red gem eyes. eyes. Yeah. So in gems. It, what kind of gems? Jewels. I don't, plastic. Like, yeah. <laughs> Ruby. Resin. Blood. Blood red. Blood, blood gems. Uh, Art. So, Art color. So, in addition to being super creepy, uh, in the year, I believe 2000, possibly 2006, I had some conflicting sources on that. Uh, while being moved oh, into I, place. Well, I heard about this. Yeah. yeah. While being moved into place, a large piece of the horse fell off and killed its creator. So, this horse has taken lives. Has taken its creator's life. Which is important because... uh, Or whatever fell off. Uh, According to conspiracy theorists, the the horse symbolizes the fourth horseman of the apocalypse, a.k.a. death, and is indicative of the Earth's eventual demise. Happy travels! What color do you think the other horses are? uh, Pink! Yeah. (laughs) Pestilence is definitely pink. Mm. Oh, God. In like a fleshy way? Yeah. In like a pimply way. Oh, God. So in addition to that uh, creepy piece, there's more creepy art inside the airport. So much creepy art. So much creepy art. Um, So uh, there are a number of spooky gargoyle statues just sort of dotted around. 
uh, in a place that is not gargoyle or medieval or church themed, just sort of hanging out. Gargoyles. I thought they were in the baggage claim. There's tons in the baggage (laughs) claim. Peeking out of like bronze suitcases. Yeah. Gargoyles. Which is upsetting. Bit bit weird. Bit weird. Uh, There's also a. Upsetting or is it great? I mean, no, but all of it is great. Yeah. Yeah. All of it is great. It's just really weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like if I designed an airport. No one, there's a reason I am not an airport designer. All, all, of, all of the staff wear friend dresser masks and they're gargoyles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there are also a couple of creepy murals named In Peace and Harmony with Nature and The Children of the World Dream of Peace. <laughs> Which feature children in coffins. I don't even, I, I'll be honest with you guys, I just I just read it in my notes. We'll share the images because it's just so it's much to wild. talk it's about. Like, it's um, like scary uh, gas mask men throwing grenades which are turning into doves. And children are in coffins, and there are rainbows shooting out all over the place. It's wild. It's, it's wild. wild. So we're we're gonna we're gonna share those, and not spend the next four hours un- unpacking the individual pieces. Uh, so of course I mentioned this earlier, but the biggest point is that there are, are, are mysterious underground facilities. Um, so oh, actually I have I have the number here. So approximately four hundred seventy thousand square feet of underground facility. Hmm. Uh, one prominent theory states that this space is a high-security bunker reserved for the world's elite so that they may survive the impending apocalypse, as symbolized by Lucifer. It also has, like, enormous fuel tanks, which they don't need. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Conceivable. Like, to refuel planes, they have, like, f- I don't really remember exactly what it is, but, like, they have four when, like, most major airports have, like, two. Mm. So there's also, like, this really weird time capsule that's just sort of in the middle of um, the international... Uh, terminal that is like covered in Freemason symbols and is and says that it's like they're like the capsule underneath underneath this stone contains memorabilia for the people of Colorado in the year 2094 when we live in peace and harmony. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> it's weird. Just picked a number out of a hat. Well, 100 years from when it was dedicated. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Which no. we buy, I guess. Well, no. but it opened in 95. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. 100, I guess. That's a pretty solid random number to select from a hat. It's just weird. Yeah. To put it that way. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I love this conspiracy theory. Uh, Mostly because it's just, like, shadowy. Yeah, it's just, yeah. like, like, like beautifully there's... mysterious. Yeah. I do lo- so so the cover story. Um, so the cover story is general bureaucratic foolishness, basically poor planning and the fact that sometimes projects go over budget. Like that's, I mean, as that's just a reality of life. <laughs> um, it sucks, but yeah. Uh, according to the Denver Post, the space below the Denver airport is a thriving workplace that serves a, a very practical purpose in which more than a thousand employees work every day. Doing uh, what? It's like a lizard Disney stuff. World. They're yeah. just down there going Working. in between places. Wheeling, awesome. wheeling trash. No, it's wheeling like, trash around. It's like Disney World, trash. also run by lizard people. <laughs> wheeling trash and disrobing mice? Yeah. Is that what they're doing down there? <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, uh, you see Snow White walking by, talking on her cell phone. Nice. Yeah. So there, there, are two, uh, there are two very long tunnels, about 7,000 feet each, that are used to transport passengers' luggage. Would you say it's Wolverine. a series of tubes? <laughs> <laughs> That's the real conspiracy. Denver Airport is at the internet. It's where the internet is. Denver Airport is the internet. Dude, let's start that. Let's get it going. Guys. Oh my god, I love that. Um, so, look, so the the tunnels are used to transport luggage around the airport uh, via Wolverine. Um, reports from the paper. It's also... actually just one giant Wolverine that they strap it to its back. It's like some genetically mutated Wolverine. Ooh. The internet is Wolverine. <laughs> 
and you have to pay to check a look. Prove <laughs> pay me. now Proof. to feed that Wolverine. Prove me wrong. I wish I could. It's Ew. too real. Uh, but the underground facilities are reported uh, back then nothing seemed to be amiss. So, um, oh, sorry, reporters from the paper were also given a tour of the facilities and they reported back that nothing seemed to be amiss, though they also each ate a fly with their long tongue as soon as they exited. So... Also, were they just bought off because they got to hang out with, like, Beyonce down there? They got Beyonce to... and Elton John. They just really enjoyed the taste of blood, weirdly enough. Mm. Uh, also, so, um, just to really... In, in a funny twist, uh, also this year, uh, d- uh, the, inter- the airport decided to start trolling conspiracy theorists by referencing the theories... On some of their internal marketing materials. Uh, case in point, there is a large sign on a wall for an area that was under construction that simply said, um, what's happening behind this wall? A, gargoyle breeding grounds. <laughs> B, a top secret Freemason meeting. Or C, an improved airport experience. Um, so obviously B. All of the above. <laughs> yeah. Why can't, yeah, why not all? I mean, the gargoyles will only help. Yeah. Well, only help only my help. experience. That's what they're there for. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, in t- and also in 2016, uh, the airport pulled an April Fool's Day, pr- uh, April Fool's joke by putting out a fake campaign to paint Lucifer black, and presumably also to give him syphilis. Oh, <laughs> oh damn! <Jesus>. Hot take. <laughs> um, you know, because they're evil. Yeah. Um, categories. What do you guys have for categories? Godwin's Law. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. I like it. Mary. Um, so I feel like this one is like of all of them, like this is the one I most believe, I suppose, that there's something weird. And I think it's mostly just because like that part of the country kind of has like this like paranoia and like the spaces are too wide open and people people believe weird stuff out there. So I don't know if I necessarily think that they have any sort of like specialized knowledge. But I would kind of believe if there's, like, an emergency bunker. I could buy mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of weird stuff that doesn't make sense. And it just seems sort of random and whimsical and nutty. Also Lucifer. Also Lucifer. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I don't super believe it, but I kind of believe it. Yeah. Or I'd like to believe it. So I called this, not watertight, but ketchup tight. <laughs> like, it can't, it couldn't hold water, but maybe it could hold some ketchup. <laughs> hold some, ketchup. <laughs> some thicker water. A thicker, more viscous <laughs> Material that could that it could hold, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, not yeah, water. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. So I so uh, there's a term, eschaton, meaning the end of things. Like sort of, it's a term for the apocalypse, end of days. Um, so I took that and ran with it because this is again a bunker, uh, preparing for the end of the world. But also there's just a bunch of goofy stuff around it. Like it's a dark bunker, but there's crazy gargoyles and creepy yard and a creepy horse, and it's all kind of silly. It is. It is the wackiest. It is the wackiest thing bunker so, of all time. So I went with. Eschaton of laughs. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, so what do we got? I think it's you. Me? Laughs. Eschaton of laughs. Thanks. So. Uh, so, so guys, one benefit of putting your apocalypse bunker beneath an airport is that once all that hubbub dies down, you can hop on a jet and take a trip around the globe. Or perhaps should I say over the disc? That's over right. and then under the globe. <laughs> uh, we're talking about flat Earth theory. Um, so, what is the theory of flat Earth? Simply put, the Earth is flat. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, more specifically, when we talk about flat Earth in the modern context, we're talking about the ideas put forth by one Samuel Shinton, uh, who in 1956 set up the International Flat Earth Research Society, or IFRS. Um, 
better known as just simply the Flat Earth Society. Uh, his primary aim was to, I kid you not, reach children before they were convinced about a spherical Earth. He was so passionate about this idea that he wanted to brainwash children. <laughs> Great. Um, so despite plenty of politi- plenty of publicity, the uh, space race kind of really, you know, took the wind out of these sails, since you can see the Earth from space. Really knocked all the farts out. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so support kind of waned for a long time after the Apollo program. Um but then, of course, because the world is crazy, there has been a recent resurgence sure. in flat Earth society. Anyway, so what the, what's the cover story? Cover story is uh, science, I guess. The, cover story. the Earth is round. The Earth is round. Um, gonna break it to you. That is the truth. Uh, there is this is a fairly common motif. The idea of a flat Earth, rather, is a fairly common motif from early human mythology. Um, but we've suspected that this is untrue since the sixth century BC. And we were able to empirically know that it was uh, the Earth around since uh, 330 BC when Aristotle put forth a theory of a round world based on observational evidence. Then, of course, in 240 BC, Eratosthenes managed to calculate the size of the sphere of the spherical Earth. This is not news, I guess. <laughs> the Earth is round is what I'm saying. Uh, worth noting, in the 19th, hopping ahead a bit, in the 19th century, a misconception arose that people in the Middle Ages thought the Earth was flat and uh, served as a means of illuminating the conflict between science and religion. Smear uh, campaign. Smears. Also, um, you know, really puts a bit of romance into Columbus Day, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, because that, that's, that, that's the story. That's, this is where the story we all learn as children, that, uh, that the people thought the Earth was flat. Columbus sailed around it to prove it, uh, and not to steal, rape, and cause Village. mass death and murder in uh, the Caribbean, which That's did. why we celebrate uh, Indigenous People Day. Yeah, as opposed to uh, Columbus Nightmare Day. Let's get that on the record. <laughs> we could also, I'd also be willing to celebrate Columbus as a twat day. <laughs> That's fine too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, literally like this is people in the rest around for, for since 600 BC basically. Um, and uh, despite a story that was circulated earlier this year that said 33% of millennials believed that the Earth was flat, uh, that is that is bunk. Uh, actually, luckily, only 2% of Americans believe this. So um, as, a millennial, as a millennial, I apologize for ruining one of the things that millennials are supposedly ruining. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it, oldies, uh, says the gray-haired man behind the microphone. <laughs> um that's your reminder that all millennials are in their th- are almost in their thirties, yeah, or firmly in their. We're about 30s. to we're about to age out of everything being ruined by us. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, so yeah, flat Earth theory, some it, bunk. Currently, that the I think it's funny, so I will talk about how it, yeah. uh, the flat Earth society's most recent like model of how it is a flat Earth is that we're all on a disc. Uh, the North Pole is the center of the disc. Okay. And there's a 150 foot high wall of ice, which is Antarctica, at the outer edge of the disk. Uh, and through this model, it makes we assume that the uh, sun and the moon are each uh, 32 miles in diameter. <laughs> okay. Wait, both of them are 32 miles in yeah, diameter? Collectively. Okay, okay. great, um, great. What? Smaller, wait, wait, smaller than the Denver International Airport, yeah. I'll point out. They're just really close to us. Um, so, what I don't really, I mean, like, this is like one of those things where I'm like, but why? Yeah. Like, what is to be gained no from believing that the Earth is flat? It sounds cool. I get it. You know, when you read like ancient Greek mythology and you learn about like the land of Hyperborea and things like that, it sounds awesome. 
Yeah, that's like, like Atlas. mythology. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's that's mythology. Cool. That's fine, like, yeah. but that's you don't believe that that is real. But no. what's, the, what, what's their game? I mean, I know like there is a certain level of obviously like uh, parody in this, but at the same time, like there is two percent of the population, which would be what six million people, I believe, mm. based on the numbers we found. That six million people that genuinely believe this is the case. It's like this weird paranoia thing where you just yeah. can't trust, trust that anything. people. Yeah. Like people aren't telling you the truth. I don't know. Yeah. About. They're weird people. Yeah. Like yeah. that horizon. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that horizon. Six. Six. Uh, so what do you guys have for categories? Right now I'm trying to think of a. I want to play off of Mary's ca- last category. Mm. What's something that's less viscous than water but i want it to be less than airtight like it makes no sense whatsoever oh that would be like that would be like um lead brick tight lead brick (laughs) it can have so many holes uh blue whale tight (laughs) it'll hold a blue whale (laughs) (laughs) which um it would be watertight strictly speaking well mm, no we didn't say it was alive we just said it was was Elephant type. Elephant type. So elephant type is the cat. Elephant type is the category. All right, guys, I like it. tag team. We worked yep. on it. We made it happen. We we workshops that. Um. So mine, uh, going back to an earlier reference, uh, is anti gravity because not again not the antithesis of gravity, but the being against gravity. Because in a world that is flat and not round, gravity doesn't work. So to be a flat earther means you are against it. Against it. Against it. <laughs> so my impression of a lot of this is that. It kind of started like, um, oh man, I had it like right. Oh, like Satanism, where it kind of started as sort of like, <laughs> like a joke, yeah. like right, like it was like a bunch of people kind of getting together, kind of taking the piss out of things and enjoying themselves, and then it morphed into something that two percent of the population actually believe, um, and that plus sort of like the rugged individual spirit of America, which makes us confident enough to tell mass quantities of people any old thing that pops into our brains, similar to making a podcast, may I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this is an American Splendor Man. Oh, um, okay. Okay. I'm feeling pretty good about my category. Though we, work, we all worked hard on Kelly's. We all worked hard on Kelly's. But I did the most pre-like work on it. <laughs> that's true that's true oh man so we could we could all win <laughs> so mm. i mean how could you judge these these apples and own us so ah uh, that's a tricky one i think uh, i feel i guess maybe mary thank you mary. i worked mary. so mary. hard at it Get how it. i connected harvey p to the slender man that's that is pretty amazing <laughs> it's pretty impressive <laughs> come on while talking about the flatter theory <laughs> come on wow and both make me equally depressed. <laughs> that's that's the that's the joining thing. Beautiful. Harvey Pekar and Slenderman make me equally depressed. <laughs> uh, so guys, if you're not lucky enough to get a spot at the Denver airport bunker to wait out the end of days, uh, don't worry. You might have a little more time than you think. Uh, so as it turns out, our calendars might be a whopping 297 years off. What? I know. <laughs> that means we're sitting pretty in the year 1721. Uh, so we got a solid 291 years till the world ends in 2012. As everyone knows that it will. Exactly. Yeah. As yeah, for when we do another. When, when I, I also cyber. I think we're definitely in conspiracy theories too, because this is a very fun topic yeah. to dig into. We'll talk about that then. Um, so the theory. Uh, the theory. Uh, just uh, this is a bit <laughs> of an obscure one. I had not heard of it until I researched this list. It is called uh, 
the phantom time hypothesis. And basically, the thought is that, uh, well, first, it was first put forth by Herbert Illig. Ooh, sorry if I mispronounced mm. that name. He's good. Uh, yeah, good, great. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't care, matter. I assume. Yeah. He surely doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, but he put forth the idea in 1991. Oh, oh sorry. But sorry, if... guys. 1694. <laughs> 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 the... Would he come back if he could be a lizard? I mean, from the dead. <laughs> I don't know. I need to know more about him. Um, we can't say. We can't say for sure. His eyes are. Mm. I mean, he, he died in the early Renaissance, possibly, or put the theory forth in the early Renaissance, <laughs> 1694 and whatnot. Uh, actually, that's no, late Renaissance. I don't even know. I should. Years. No. Years. Years. Uh, so the theory basically states, uh, and this is a bit of a complicated one, but that the Holy Roman Emperor Char- Emperor Otto the Third. Uh, Pope Sylvester II, uh, noted purveyor of putty tats, uh, <laughs> and possibly the Byzantine, well on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and noted, um, po- and possibly the Byzantine emperor Constantine the Seventh. I know that guy. Uh, they fa- they they worked together to fabricate fabricate the Anno Domini, aka AD, dating system retrospectively in order to place them at the special year of. 1000 AD and to rewrite history to legitimize Otto's claim to the Holy Roman Empire. This is what Donald Trump's going to do. Oh my God. <laughs> She's changing In like the date. two years, the right? year, it's going to be it's in 19, the year 3000. It's, 19, no, it's 1985 again. That was my best time. <laughs> I. <laughs> Uh, forever I, 1985. I, I had a simpler version of that, which I think is just going to be like, the year is one. <laughs> First year. <laughs> So the theory came about as a result of three key observations. One, there's a lack of reliable historical documentation in Europe, noteworthy, between the years of 614 and 911, which, as we all know, was a state-sponsored action by the U.S. government. <laughs> whoa, 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 Stuck it in. Um, the presence of Romanesque architecture in 10th century Western Europe, suggesting the Roman era, uh, the, rather the era of the Roman Empire, was not as long ago as conventionally thought. Super solid claim. That looks that looks Roman. Must be real. Must be real Roman. Uh, and of course, actually Roman. Yeah, and should, not just Romanesque. This, just people, Roman. If Roman. those people walk through the majority of McMansions in New Jersey, God knows what time period they would think <laughs> it was from. The Empire never ended. Uh, Philip K. Dick reference there. Another conspiracy theory. Hey. Oh. Um, so, and of course, the final one, which I barely understand, beyond the relationship between the Julian calendar, as put forth by Julius Caesar, and the Gregorian calendar, put forth by Pope Gregory, and the underlying astronomical solar or tropical year. Uh, so basically the Julian calendar uh, introduced by Julius Caesar and uh, there was a discrepancy long known in it that caused, uh, from the actual year, the rotation of the Earth. Um, that pesky thing. Yeah, that, you know, the thing in which time is measured against. Uh, so around one day each, uh, so basically we were off by one day each century. That's how it worked out because it was there's a discrepancy there. Um, so Leap time, years. Is that so bad? You, you know, uh, <laughs> it does make it 16, or not 1694, it does make it the past. Uh, so the Gregorian calendar was introduced in 1582 AD uh, to fix this. And, alleg- and Illig alleges that the old Julian calendar should have produced a discrepancy of 13 days between it and the real calendar. Instead, astronomers and mathematicians working for Pope Gregory the 13th had found that the civil calendar needed to be adjusted by only 10 days. So I, I guess the upshot is there was a discrepancy. I feel um, like my brain is boring. Yeah, yeah. I, the, yeah. From those weird three facts, uh, or observations, let's say, uh, not facts, Illig concluded that uh, roughly three centuries had just never existed or had been falsified by historical documents. 
quite the theory, Illig. Uh, so the cover story is... Thanks, Illig. Thanks, Illig. The cover story is, of course, that this is pure nonsense. Um, there were a number of reasons to dispute this. The one that stood to me the most was that, of course, if nearly 300 years of uh, history of European history had been fabricated, there would be corresponding periods of fabrication across all the other cultures in the world in which uh, there are not. Also, like... That's a lot of also, art to fake. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Also, like, can't carbon dating kind of get at some of this? You, you would think, right? Um, See, so this this is just nonsense, but it's a great conspiracy theory. This is one of those conspiracy theories that I'm like, what's wrong with it? Like, yeah. let's, let's, let's all believe it. Like, I'm sure it was tumultuous <laughs> then, but now who gives a shit? Yeah. You now know we're living in the 2018. Who cares? You could, we don't who cares even, if it's actually 17 uh, you know, yeah, This is the equivalent of having, like, a racist great-grandma. Where you're like, where you're like, she doesn't vote. She doesn't talk to people. No, it's, it's like fine. No, no, no. It's a racist great grandma who's dead. Who's dead. <laughs> and who's been dead for a long time. Guys, let's just do a new calendar. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, can this be a Dilbert calendar? <laughs> um, uh, the Dilbertian. The Dilbertian. <laughs> it still stands for AD, Mondays but it's The Garfalian. All... <laughs> Mondays are illegal. <laughs> okay. Mondays are now lasagna day. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, simply there's just no evidence to back this up. This is this is insanity. This is beautiful, beautiful insanity from a lunatic who just wants to believe that it's the 18th century. I, I guess. guess I have the opposite of of the. It's not like we have to go back to dressing in Regency clothes. But we could <laughs> we if we could. wanted to stay like, on brand. It makes no sense. Like. <laughs> Oh um, my god! I have sort of the opposite. I'm like, why would you want to believe this? Because <laughs> like all of these things come from like a deep need somewhere to believe something. Yeah. Right. So this is definitely an Occam's riding lawnmower ballistic heuristics. <laughs> why would you believe why? this? This is the most uh, complicated explanation for something that doesn't. Need, that's just why. Yeah. Why? I went with another why? Tyrannosaurus Rolex because again, this is a time again Tyrannosaurus, Tyrannosaurus Rex being tyrant lizard. Uh, this being a tyrant tyranny against time and i'm also assuming that the three people i mentioned earlier were probably lizard people probably. so tyrannosaurus Rolex. also denver the last dinosaur yes of course no. that fits in there somehow uh the dinosaurs would be closer to us <laughs> true we are a whole right 300 now. years closer to the dinosaurs uh i called this moon shoes on a trampoline <laughs> i understand it's a bad idea but it's still kind of fun it still <laughs> sounds kind of fun <laughs> like what's wrong kelly you win thank you win that's great, great. he's on a trampoline <laughs> you would break so uh, many of your knees everything. Oh your knees your ankles basically your hips down all broken Shattered, and but then man. you're <laughs> your arms by catching yourself <laughs> but you had a killer time yeah <laughs> oh man all right so um kelly wins it so guys we can't trust our leaders to not be lizards we can't trust ancient greek science about how the world is round we can't trust our calendars hell we can't even trust that demonic horse statues won't rise up and kill their makers it sounds I mean, like we these can count on it, we can Guys, it's times like these that made me long for the innocence of childhood. A time when, if I was feeling down, I could just plop down on the couch with a good book and forget about my troubles. One of my personal favorites, uh, you guys might share this too, uh, was, uh, of course, the Berenstein Bears. Or, sorry, was it Berenstain Bears? It's not Berenstain. That's not a name. It's Berenstein Bears. Jesus Christ. Ah, God. Anyway, so the theory is the Mandela Effect. Uh, What is that, guys? You've probably heard of it. It's been 
buzzy over there for the last couple of years and is probably my favorite conspiracy theory, uh, which is why I'm capping off with it. Uh, so the thought is that basically, of uh, the theory, is that basically some of us have slid between parallel realities without noticing it. Uh, but we retain memories from our original reality that conflict with the history of the one we're living in. The term uh, Mandela effect was coined by self-described paranormal, paranormal consultant Fiona Broom, uh, who wrote on her website that she first became aware of the phenomenon after discovering that she and some of her, uh, con- uh, someone else, uh, she shared a memory uh, that South African human rights activist and president Nelson Mandela died in prison during the 80s. They're just ill-informed. That's just deeply ill-informed because he also, was president during the 90s. You guys, <laughs> like, I'm going to get new business cards that have Kelly Kennedy, paranormal uh, <laughs> investigator. Uh, no, paranormal Consult. consultant. Not investigator. Because just you, consultant. I'm just consulting it. And I assume nobody's going to check any credentials. Fair. Why would they? They check your card. They're yeah. going to look at your yeah. card. That is your, those name, are your credentials. Name a mysterious effect about sliding between parallel universes, and you got it, girl. Yeah. That's yeah, a business. Some notable examples of the Mandela effect include the aforementioned Berenstein versus Berenstain bears, which again, it's Berenstein. I'm sorry. This is this is true. Um, Berenstain is nonsense, despite being printed on all of the book covers, apparently. I... Sorry. I, I have a weird thing because I, I remember it being spelled that way, but Bear, I just always pronounced it Bearstein. You, you remember it with an A? Yeah. Kelly, you're in the right reality? I also, like... <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. Hop on over. I, I, the next one that I'm sure you're going to mention, I like. I was like, oh, really? And I immediately Googled Kazam, the oh, movie with Shaq. I forgot about that one. Actually, yeah, the the Shazam versus Kazam. It's yeah. definitely yeah. Shazam. Shazam is a movie with Shaq. It but was Kazam. A... Man, wait that's weird. Because no, Shazam. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, which one's which? So I believe Shazam was the movie with Shaq, but Kazam was the fake movie with Sinbad, right? Oh, maybe. Yeah, one of that, one of those ways. Oh, what, which way is it? Yeah, I remember like Kazam is with Shaquille. Oh, so that's the real movie. Mm-hmm. See again, I I see. I thought it was Shazam. God, I don't know. I don't know. My brain doesn't work like this. Ooh, Sorry, guys. No one's does. I think that's the beauty of this theory. There's just so many weird things. So some other examples are some people think it's, is it McDonald's or McDonald's with an A? Nobody thinks it's, it's never McDonald's. It's, McDo- it's McDonald's. That's, it's, that's insane. Uh, some people mistakenly think that Humphrey Bogart says, play it again, Sam, in the film Casablanca. And of course, uh, less, I mean, that's just people. Silly. People have misquoted uh, Star Wars. Everything. Everything. Well, like most major quotes from movies are like more nuanced than what you distill them down to. Of course. You can't just do a, you know, a passage every time. You can't do a monologue every time you need to quote somebody. Uh, Of course, uh, the one that is most uh, relevant to our current life and situation is that the Trump presidency is the result of some deviation in reality that sparked the current nightmare timeline in which we all endure. Uh, basically, you know, that you know, when uh, Trump wasn't supposed to win, he did miraculously, and that that's just a glitch in reality, possibly caused by experiments at CERN, the uh, research center in Europe with the particle collider. They deny it, though. Shocking. Scientists. They're not taking. They're Those not scientists won't take the blame for Donald Trump. Uh, but he'll, but, but he'll still do anything he can to end science. So great. Uh, so what is the the cover story for the? Uh, Mandela effect. Uh, so the cover is that uh, 
we're all in the same reality. We just remember things bad. <laughs> uh, it's a collectively misremembering a uh, number of things or simply, you know, just feel that the way things are unfolding isn't right. I mean, it's understandable to believe that the Trump presidency is wrong because we I all mean, want it, is, it to be, yeah. Both from a popular vote perspective and a moral perspective. <laughs> um, memory is fallible. Uh, some psychology, some, uh, some theories uh, in psychology hold that memory is constructive, not reproductive, uh, meaning that the brain does not recall memories, but it builds them out of various bits and pieces of information on the fly, uh, as opposed to playing them back like a tape recording. Uh, memories aren't pure, and they can just, every time, again, the idea observation that every time you remember something, you remember it slightly differently, you're remembering a memory, uh, not the actual events. So things get weird, and uh, the brain, brain is weird, guys. Um, that I, segues excellently into my category, brains are weird. Perfect category for that. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you know this about these things, guys. Brains are weird. My category is uh, ketchup tight. Because, mm, mm, okay. like, everyone yeah. does kind of believe this. Yeah, yeah Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you can find someone else to corroborate the things that you yourself believe, and even if they are wrong. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I went with, because, because the, the theory is predicated on the idea of moving between realities, I just feel that, subjectively speaking, if you slip from one reality to another, that previous reality would basically have ended for you at the, the end of that world. Um, but the things we use to identify that scenario are just kind of goofy as hell, like uh, children's name, children's books Like names. bear names. Bear names and... Sister brother. Sister brother. <laughs> Couldn't get much more than that. <laughs> you know... Is it Papa? Papa bear? I forgot that they were just named Papa Sister and Brother, Papa and Mama. So. Yikes. Not Mother and Father Bear. <laughs> Mommy and <laughs> Daddy Pence. Bear. Oh, well, Mike Pence wrote it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. oh, God. Mother. Mother. Um, but because it's, again, it's an end of the world scenario that is proven by goofy stuff, ask a ton of laughs. Yep. 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 Mary, remind me. Catch up tight. Kelly, remind me. Brains, brains are weird. weird. I think Kelly gets that because it's, it's brains are weird. We also organically arrived at it. Yeah. Because brains are are weird. weird. Nice. All right, guys, we did it. We did conspiracy theories. Yay! Yay. Wait, Wait a minute. What? Are you conspiring to not tell us your conspiracy theory? Oh yeah, I forgot we were supposed to all bring one to talk about. Um, I guess um, ugh, I should have prepared more for that. Um. Well, let me think. L uh, last night, okay, okay. Last night I had a dream. Uh, the conceit of the dream was that Scooby-Doo could vote because <laughs> he could talk and was sentient. And an, he has and an American. a photo ID. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, you, you had ID tongue dog. But, 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 and this is, this is, this is the important part. And that piece of a bill with a ma <laughs> this mailing address. <laughs> Yes, give me it has to be, it, he has a Wii Energies bill, please. Yeah, of course. He isn't but, <laughs> um, an electricity bill. But, but again, this is the, the key, the takeaway here is not that he could vote, but that he could only vote for John McCain. <laughs> <laughs> so my conspiracy theory is that based on my dream last night, the Republicans are registering dogs to vote for them. But only for, <laughs> but only for John McCain. But, but there's a fly in the ointment because all they do is vote for John, John McCain, McCain, who, who R.I.P., is dead. Is, is he a lizard person? <laughs> Does he wish he was? Does he wish he was a lizard person <laughs> oh, now that he is dead? Oh, no, God. Oh. Uh, well, now we did it, guys. Do you, Boom! Yay! Do you think, think yep. Scooby-Doo would have uh, any bills in his name, or do you think they'd all be in Shaggy's? Shaggy's so, not well, responsible. Well, at least car registration. Oh, my God. Shaggy's a, Shaggy's a mess. Come on. 
So you have to go to the library and be like, hey, can I get a library card? And then come over. Then he can register to vote. Oh, yeah. Scooby, get out there. You know. Scooby dooby doo. Where Where are are you? you? Voting for John McCain now. You know what's really important? (laughs) Voting. You guys should go vote. That is true. Uh, Listen, we have to outweigh all those dogs that are going to (laughs) vote. All those cartoon dogs that are going to vote. Do you want... Do you want Scrappy to pick our next uh, our next Senate? I he, don't. He's a child. He can't vote. <laughs> anyway, uh, guys, we did Scrappy it. Scrappy is uh, carrying a tiki torch. Oh, God. Uh. Oh, God. Thank you, as always, for listening to our show. Um, you can, of course, find us uh, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or the podcast platform of your choice. But you already knew that because you've listened to the end of the show. Uh, thanks, as always. Uh, stick around, and please, when you get the chance, um, or just, you know, now even give us a rating and review in the apple podcast store or you know wherever you wherever you listen to this fine program and yeah thanks again and goodbye happy trails trails to you (laughs) wherever you may roam happy An outrageous, An outrageous mechanism's production. production.